Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MyGBC podcast, where we're about to take a deep dive into the heart of George Brown College's Student Nutrition Access Program, or in short, you might have heard the name SNAP. So this essential program has been a lifeline for students experiencing food insecurity, and today we have a SNAP expert with us to unravel how it operates, the goals that they have, and the issues of food insecurity. We'll explore why services like SNAP are vital on a college campus and what should students know about them. And of course, we'll give you the scoop on where students can find more information and ask questions about SNAP and the services that they provide. So without further ado, let's get into it. I have today with me Jessica, who works for SNAP. So yeah, hi Jessica, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good, thank you for coming here today. I have a couple of questions. I know a bit about SNAP. But obviously, I'm guessing, similar to a lot of our students, I still need to learn a lot more about SNAP. So we know that the Student Nutrition Access Program has been operating on campus for many years as a place for students to get emergency food whenever they are experiencing food insecurity. So can you describe in more detail how SNAP actually operates and uh, what is available to students? Yeah, um, so SNAP, the Student Nutrition Access Program, um, right now we are running on kind of like a sign up in terms of our hamper program. So we have a variety of programs offered. We have the hamper program, which is one of our biggest programs. We have the community garden, which just wrapped last summer. We have income tax clinic coming up. And then we have a series of webinars. We have nourish and go um, bags, which every Monday morning, um, in our like main locations at Casaloma Waterfront and at St. James, we have 200 snack bags where you can find apples, oranges, granola bars, and a juice box in each bag. Um, and students can just grab and go. Um, so we provide services like that. And we have a bunch of services that we're still trying to get running for the coming semester and also for next semester. So that's, that's SNAP in a nutshell. Amazing. I thought, so SNAP is a part of the... Student Association, that's what yes. I mean, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That is interesting to know. So they're kind of connected. Amazing. And uh, in terms of the goals of SNAP, what are you trying to achieve through this program? Yeah. So the mission of the Student Nutrition Access Program is to provide support on nutrition, community, and health and wellness needs of George Brown College students to help them succeed academically. We are dedicated in supporting students' successes in education and beyond. Um, SNAP is committed to helping students who are looking for extra food support, community referrals, community programming, and in addition, we provide resources such as information on food banks, nutritional resources and support, social programs, employment support, uh, CRA, which is Canadian Revenue Agency. We have a community volunteer for the income tax program that we actually source out other students in GBC to help current students follow their taxes. And so there goes th they go through a training, they go through webinars um, to get them set up and prepared. And then other income tax uh, related inquiries as well. So that's the goals of SNAP, just making sure that we're fostering a community of like sharing and supporting one another. Um, because at the end of the day, like we're here for the students' benefits. That's kind of the perks of being in a student association. We're here to support the GBC students. Amazing. Yeah. And a lot of the services that you provide besides the food uh, services that you have are very helpful. Like I know personally that the tax services are very helpful. I myself, similar to many others, obviously, whenever the tax time comes around, we're like freaking out. I'm like, what am I going to do? 
and I've used the services, uh, the tax clinic, and uh, it's been very helpful. Now, moving on to talking more about like the services relating to food. I mentioned the concept of food insecurity before, and uh, I think it's good to kind of talk about it more and explain what food insecurity actually is. Basically, what do you see as the cause of food insecurity for students and why does this happen? Yeah, um, so when looking at food insecurity, it is a multifaceted issue in our society that's due to the lack of economic and social conditions that limits a person's access to adequate food sources. Um, when a person does not have access to adequate food sources, how do you expect them to show up and bring themselves in, its, in their entirety forward, right? And so yeah. there's a lot of intersectional causes that impact students' ability to access adequate food, um, things such as financial situation, balancing school, work, home life. I mean, tuition is expensive on its own and adding in factors such as a student having dependents and our and right now astronomically our inflation rates are really high for groceries um, can cause um, can cause and has caused students at GBC to be impacted by food insecurity. So essentially, with the rise of inflation and then having other social and cultural and economic barriers can cause a student to go or anybody really to go through food insecurity. Yeah, for sure. It definitely, it's been a rough year for sure in terms of like prices are going up and uh, it's becoming more and more challenging for students, especially just because they have limited time, even if they decide that they want to work um, and have like a part-time job. And that, besides studying, makes it really hard to make more money and have money for food and other things, Yeah. Uh, to be honest. Um, so one question that I have is, I think something that could be good to, like, is, it would be good to clarify is, what is the border? Like, when should somebody think about applying to receive the food hampers, for example, from SNAP? And when should they think, like, maybe it's not for me and there are other people that would be benefiting from this more than I would um, benefit from it. Yeah, well, one thing at SNAP is we never turn away a student. Um, there, With SNAP, any student, any full-time student at GBC can apply for the program. And they essentially go through an assessment, which you can find on our website under the pantry tab. And this assessment essentially is just asking students about snap making sure that students are reading our website and then after the assessment students get the registration package which this registration package asks basic information like are you an international student or a domestic student or do you have roommates do you have dependents a lot of students actually at gbc have children and so that's also a, something that impacts food security as a whole. So we ask yeah. for those breakdowns um, just so when we are advocating for students, we can show the stats in terms of um, like 92% of the students that access SNAP are, are in fact international students. Now, mm -hmm. what does that say about how the college is making sure that they're supported? Because yeah. Student Association is a non-for-profit that um, works in tangent with GBC. So like we're here to really advocate for students. And so sure. when students go through the registration process, they're automatically accepted. We don't ask how much money do you currently have in your bank account, how much your parents make. We don't ask those um, intrusive details. 
we simply are just here to support. And so we don't really deny students. Now, for example, let's say um, SNAP is only accessible once a month, the hamper. But if a student needs extra food supports, we can actually accommodate through other food banks that we are partnering with. Um, food banks such as Daily Bread or Second Harvest that's in the Toronto area. Um, that's other food supports that students could also reach out to too, that we provide as a community referral. That's amazing. I actually didn't know that. I thought because, I mean, it's called like an assessment. And I thought like, oh, some people would get it and some people wouldn't get it. But it's very good to know that everybody is basically eligible for mm -hmm. receiving the food hampers and it makes it very uh, inclusive for everyone yes and uh let's talk about you working in snap you're an employee working full-time for snap so what brought you to working at snap and what has been your story so far yeah, so I am the community service coordinator at SNAP. And so I do a lot of the um, behind the scenes work in terms of like setting up programming, um, coordinating staff, coordinating food purchases and things like that. Um, and I have a long history working for non-for-profits um, in the Toronto area. I'm working with uh, main, predominantly with students. Um, and then before that, I actually worked for my student union at Queen's University. I mm -hmm. was um, part-time student staff at the Queen's Black Academic Society, where we got to advocate for students going through essentially discrimination on campus, making sure that we're breaking barriers and also making sure that the Black students at Queen's University were being heard because um, during the time that I was on campus, there was a significantly a significant decrease in terms of how many Black students were actually accepted. And there was like legislation that actually prohibited or um, created barriers for students to actually be in, let into certain programs. So that being said, I have like a big heart when it comes to advocating for students and making sure that students are benefiting off of post-secondary education, because this is like one aspect of a student's life mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that you're supporting students through this journey because this is also one of the most stressful times in a student's life or in a person's For life sure. realistically yeah definitely it is a very big portion of your life and, yeah <laughs> uh, you should try to enjoy it and to me it sounds like you've been enjoying your job so far you sound very passionate about it yes i am <laughs> that's amazing and do you also have like student staff working with you or is it all full-time staff? Yeah. Um, funny enough, a lot of the full-time staff that we have working at SNAP were once GBC students. Oh. And we try to always make sure that we are taking care of our support staff and our full-time mm -hmm. staff. Um, so right now we have a team of 16 amazing support staff and that got hired in August um, and they're doing amazing work at our three campuses at Waterfront, Casaloma, and at St. James. Um, honestly, I, I sit here and I talk about these programs, but realistically, you have to give um, a round of applause for the support staff because they for are sure. the ones that are front front facing and it's really peer on peer um, support when it comes to SNAP. And so the support staff do amazing jobs. The leads, we have three amazing leads that, again, are able to just um, be another front facing in terms of SNAP and really helping putting things together. Um, so it's a, it's, I'm the might be the coordinator, but it's 
it's a big team. It's a really big team and it's everyone putting effort and wanting to help each other and wanting to support students because we were all students. We're yeah. current students, past students, <laughs> students of life. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I would assume it's like a very rewarding job for whoever that is working there as a student, because as you mentioned, you are, you know, creating these deep connections with students and really it feels good when you help someone. So yeah, um, I assume that it would be rewarding from that sense as well. Mm-hmm. And um, speaking of these connections with students um, that you talked about uh, whenever you talk to students or, you know, like your other uh, uh, staff uh, talk to students a lot, I assume, Um, have you ever heard about like students' experiences of food insecurity? And um, how do you think SNAP is really trying to solve this issue? Do you think it is impactful for the students? Uh, and yeah. Yeah, um, we've heard a lot. There's a lot of um, personal testimonies of students going through really hard times. I mean, some of them are uh, students who have to decide on either getting groceries or paying rent. Like that shouldn't be a decision anyone should have to make, let alone a student. Students who, when moving to Toronto, didn't realize how expensive it was due to the prices of living being so high in the city. Um, Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of students with families that need extra food support as well. What I was mentioning before, students who have dependents um, and juggling the balance of school, work, childcare, things like that. Um, And so... Those are some of the intersections in a student's life that creates challenges in affording adequate food um, resources. That's why we have SNAP to help, to be a helping hand essentially in supporting a student's journey and pursuing education. Um, we believe in equity, diversity, and inclusion. And so we really want to make this program as equitable as it can be for students so we can support them on this journey because life has a lot of um intersections and it really impacts how we see the world and how we're able to move through the world and so snap is trying to make it equitable for everybody moving through this world yeah for sure exactly and um as you were talking about this i just had a question that came to my mind um i personally knew about the food tampers and uh you talked about it as well but i was just thinking um would you be able to tell us a bit about like what is included in it and Mm -hmm. you mentioned that you can receive it once a month as a student unless you have more needs then you could apply and um, work with, they can work with you to yeah. uh, get other resources, but basically what is included in a package? Yeah. Um, so um, before I even talk about what's included in the package, we have to give a shout out to one of our biggest food um, contributors, which is uh, the daily bread food bank, which actually donates a lot of mm-hmm. our food that we put in the hampers. Um, and so in the hampers, you can find perishable and non-perishable items, grains, Um, meat and alternatives, dairy, eggs. Um, You could also find culturally um, inclusive foods. We try to cater to the clientele at SNAP, which is from a diverse background. And so we really try to put Mm -hmm. food in the hampers that students will actually be able to relate to and have a a sense of connection Mm -hmm. with the food because food is also community. And so we also have a lot of vegan products. We have milk alternatives. I'm a vegetarian, so we make sure to have like tofu and um, Beyond Meat to also cater to that clientele as well. Um, And then we also make sure that students tell us if they have any allergies. Um, Students are also able to give give their preference. However, 
we can't accommodate all preferences because it's on a donation base. And it's also we can't necessarily yeah. guarantee a product that you liked last month will be in your hand for this month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, but that is actually very great. I didn't know that you would be able to cater to the students' needs. Like you said, some of the food products are uh, culturally inclusive, so people can get what they actually like and they actually mm -hmm. consume it. So it doesn't go mm -hmm. to the waste in that sense. And if you are like a vegetarian or you have any food restrictions, it's great to know that you would also be able to receive a package that is kind of catered for you specifically. Yeah. I mean, like we also give like fresh produce, like apples, vegetables and, and things like that. But we had a program in the summer called Community Garden where we actually started growing our own food. And the students, oh. uh, the volunteers, a part of the Community Garden actually got to bring some of that produce home. And oh, also amazing. we put some of the produce in the hamper bags as well. So there was like herbs such as sage, um, cilantro, mint, and then we were growing things like eggplant and zucchinis and tomatoes and kale out of the garden at Casa Loma that's like located at the back of the school. Yeah, yeah. And so students, I think we had about 17 volunteers and they were, were able to bring food back. We grew, I think, about 186 pounds worth of food. Oh my God, that's yeah, a lot. produce, yeah. And then we had events like apple picking at Spadina Museum where students were also able to pick apples. And I think we had like 90 pounds of apples at the end of the, the summer, which was great. Wow, that's a lot. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, and I think I heard about this uh, community garden. They reopened it recently, like as you said, this summer, right? Yeah, it's a program that we had uh, pre-pandemic, but we were able luckily to open it again post. Yeah, well, it's great to know that things that were close during pandemic are coming back to life and it's definitely very helpful for students as well. Yeah. And also, as we talk about the services that you provide to students, what is the most popular service that you offer and what should students know about it? Yeah. Um, so the most popular service that we do offer is the hamper program, which I think is not a shock. Uh, we serve thousands of students a year. Um, and we really are trying to get students to know about the program that as long as you're a full-time registered student, you're eligible for the program, essentially. And we really are trying to eliminate the stigma of students using extra food support, such as SNAP, because at the end mm -hmm. of the day, Food is a basic necessity that everyone has the should have the right to access it without judgment. Exactly. And, and so we're trying to make that more equitable and inclusive. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, the follow-up question would be kind of the opposite of this question. <laughs> and it is, what is the least popular service that you offer? Not in the sense that people don't like it, but I guess in the sense that people haven't really heard about it as much. Yeah, I would say the community garden, mm. which is a, a program that we tested at Casa Loma just because we had access to that garden yeah. and the amount of students that showed up the volunteers um we have to also give a shout out to one of the amazing leads volunteers uh, Gabby Rosen she really spearheaded that as well at Casa Loma um, mm -hmm. teaching students about how important it is to grow your own garden how to grow a garden in a city like Toronto where not everyone has access to green space and and what it means to micro garden and things such as that i think that program is so beneficial and so many students are able to take home their own produce which at the end of the day like snap is an amazing 
program, but we also want to give students tools where they can do this on their own as well. Yeah. Find different ways to cut costs and groceries because it's so high. And so that's that's probably the program I would say that students mm-hmm. least know about. But I also think it's a matter a matter of um, accessibility because we only offer it at Casaluma, but we're working hard next summer to have it at all three campuses, so students can pick and choose which campus they want to go to. That would be actually very helpful if you could have it in the other campus because I can assume, like for example, I go to Waterfront and it's kind of far to go to Castle. So a lot of people just would be like, okay, it's far, I'm not going to go. But if you're going to have it in all of our campuses, I'm sure it's a fun activity, even just going and seeing the area and uh, seeing what people are doing. Uh, That would be fun. But also the products, it's amazing. It's organic food. It's very much cheaper from whatever you're getting outside. Very much. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And I think we also had yoga sessions, outdoor yoga sessions in the garden as well. So having programming like that accessible in all three different campuses it just makes it easier for everyone to have um more of a a sense of like oh I can go to this because it's closest mm-hmm. it's closer to me it's not discouraging having to go all the way to Casaloma which is not accessible to some folks sure yeah well to me this sounds like a very interesting initiative and I assume it is least popular enough just because people don't know about it and it's a new thing so yeah I'm sure it's going to be very much more popular um, as soon as you come to the other campuses and people get to hear about it more, hopefully through this podcast, who knows? <laughs> so is there anything else that you want to share about SNAP with our students that we don't know? Yeah, um, I just want to stress that there are so many programming happening at the Student Association, um, mm-hmm. such as SNAP, for your benefit, for students' benefit, that we yeah. want students to take advantage of. It takes one email, one phone call, one conversation (laughs) to have extreme impact on your life and your fellow peers' life. So when I ask you folks to utilize these services, like utilize them to the best of your ability, um, because we're here for you. For sure. Yeah. And I always say, like, like I always say to my friends, listen, these all of these services that we have on campus, where it's like student association, SNAP, or the other departments that we have in school. They're all providing you these services for free. So just go take advantage of it because when you graduate, you have to pay a lot of money for these. Yeah, and I've said it, this so many times at this point. Yeah, and it also just gives you, like, a lot of the times, like, when I was in university, I hate when adults say, when I was when I was a kid or when I was a student. But <laughs> yeah. when I was in university, like, we didn't have programs like SNAP. And so mm-hmm. we had yeah. to figure out a means of, like, stretching ramen noodles which has no nutritional value and then having to take exams during exam week and having to study and cram and all these things so like having something like snap where it saves you an hour and a half to go to the grocery store and how much money to pay for the ttc and then money to pay for your groceries and money to coming back on the ttc and money having to go like it just it saves so much so much stress time and also like anxiety for sure. Yeah, no, no, that, I totally agree. It definitely is not only about money, but also it's about like your like mental health and like it, For sure. it reduces your stress a lot just to know that you have a backup mm-hmm. uh, whenever you need. Um, so one last question would be if students have any questions that they want to ask, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, um, so you can find us online at the Student Association website or under the tab services, SNAP. Our email is snapsupport at sagbc.ca. 
Um, you can also find us at the three campuses, Waterfront. We're in room um, 031, which is in the basement. At St. James, 200 Kings campus, we're in room 159A, which is in the A building. Mm -hmm. uh, and then at Casaloma, we're in the E building, room 127, which is directly across from like the student hangout spot. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much for coming here today. That was all of my questions. And uh, I think the work that you do for SNAP and everything that you do as a part of student association, honestly, is very impactful for our other students. So we really appreciate the awesome work that you do uh, for GBC students. And uh, to all of our cool Huskies and our audience, thank you so much again for joining us on this ride. We hope you have enjoyed digging into the world of SNAP with us as much as we did. And until next time, take it easy, keep learning, and I'll catch you next week.